0: Hello and welcome to the Monroe Method Clancast. I am Jason Monroe, and this is episode 58. Now, I've had to jump on here because I've just scheduled a post to go out on Instagram at 6 o'clock tonight. Tis Wedding's date the 8th of November. Uh, And uh, this episode will be going out on Friday the 10th of November. But yeah, last night I, I put out a thing on my stories. I asked my followers if they would be so kind as to send me any of these ridiculous... Christmas countdowns. So today we're going to talk about why they are ridiculous. Uh, so basically, what it looks like is this. Here's why it happens. This is why I want to talk about it because I want to go in. I want to go into detail about it because I want. I'm fucking sick and tired of people being misled for financial gain. It's the thing that disgusts me most about this industry, where. People are, what's the word? It's not quite lying as such because once we get into it, you'll understand that yes, it is perfectly possible. But how realistic is it for the average person? Completely unrealistic. So, yeah, it's just, this is just the thing that gets me. Really, really, really gets me. And weight loss is hard enough. Trying to improve yourself is hard enough. Trying to improve your health and look after yourself is hard enough. Trying to set an example for your kids through the way that you take care of yourself is hard enough without all these external things, all these things that we we are bombarded with on social media trying to mislead us into spending money on something that is not going to do what it says it will do. So anyway, here's the point. or here's the, the issue. Around this time of year, The weight loss industry dies a death. Now, fortunately for me, I don't count myself as working in the weight loss industry and I don't die a death because I'm helping people improve their eating habits, balance their diet and everything that goes with it. I don't run a service where it's, you know, counting down every last half pound on the scale and it's all about the scales. So we don't see a mass exodus. But at places like Slimming World and Weight Watchers and everywhere else, where everything, absolutely everything, is... What's the word? It's almost like an obsession with the scales. Like, everything counts down to the scales. It's a seven-day countdown every week. You step on the scales, you, you celebrate or commiserate, and then the countdown is on until the next day you step on the scales and get the next result. And... When when it gets to this time of year, Slimming World have to pull out some new marketing tactics or well not really new, some old marketing tactics, I suppose, where they put together these graphics and it's like so the recent one was like eight weeks till Christmas. I don't know what it is just now. Maybe it's like six or seven. But the most recent one, you know, it starts like twelve weeks out. Twelve weeks till Christmas and then it's Half a pound, one pound, one and a half, two pound, two and a half, three pounds. If you lose three pounds over, if you lose, sorry, if you lose three pounds a week for 12 weeks, you will be 36 pounds lighter, two stone, two and a half stone, just over two and a half stone lighter for Christmas. And do you know what? That sounds wonderful, doesn't it? When you see that little graphic that Slimming World have created, their social media marketing teams put it together, it looks so realistic and achievable. Of course, all you need to do is lose £3 a week. Simple. (laughs) Yes, I'd love to be two and a half stones lighter for Christmas. Thank you very much. I will come and work with you. Oh, and you're going to give me a free membership just now? Of course I'll come. Slimming World claims to be backed by science and evidence. And yet, here we are. Here they are, putting out graphics like this, which do not apply to the vast majority of people. So here, we've, if you're new to this podcast or if you've not listened to any of the episodes, we'll go back to basics again with what it actually takes to lose one pound of fat. Forget three pounds for now. What does it take to lose one pound of fat? So here here are the, the stats of a typical Monroe member, right? We have a 45-year-old female weighing around 90 kilos about 165 centimetres, 5 foot 3, 5 foot 4, and they are sedentary. They have an office job, they're chained to a desk, they're not particularly active in the evenings, they're maybe doing 3, 4, 5k steps a day. Their calorie burn would be somewhere around 1,900 to 2,000 calories per day. So this person wants to lose weight. Now for them to lose 1 pound per week, Let's just let's just work to two thousand calories as a calorie burn for the sake of an exact number. If that person wanted to lose one pound a week, they have to consume three thousand five hundred calories less than they need. Right. So for for every and it works in the opposite direction. For every three thousand five hundred calories you over consume, so eating and drinking calories that you don't need because it's too much. Your body's already used everything it got it needed today you're putting on all this extra, the extra has to go somewhere. So every 3,500 calories that you consume and don't use goes into storage as a pound of body fat. Now for, and it works in the opposite direction, so for every 3,500 calories you under-consume by, you will lose one pound of body fat. And 3,500 very conveniently splits up over a week into seven days as 500 calories per day so for this person with a calorie burn of 2000 calories per day if they were to eat 1500 per day they would lose one pound per week and that's how it works right for every 500 you under consume by you lose a, a pound a week so double it just keep adding 500 on right if you want to if you want to lose two pounds a week, you need to find a way of eating 1,000 calories less than you need. Okay, So in this example, this person would have to have 1,000 calories per day, every single day, between now and Christmas, to achieve that two pound per week loss. And then this is where it just gets fucking stupid. And this is when it really starts to annoy me, if you can't tell. Once we start getting beyond the two pound mark, that's when the numbers are getting silly. So two and a half pounds, you would have to under consume by 750, that's not right, (laughs) 1,250 calories per day, right? So this person would have to get by on 750 and the worst, I've seen it gone up to four by the way, but the one that Slimming World's put out this year goes up to three pounds per week, which means someone who wanted to lose three pounds per week between now and Christmas would have to eat 500 calories per day every single day 500 calories if you don't calorie count or you're pretty new to calorie counting um what's a good example like 500 calories would be like a typical microwave meal they, they tend to come out around that level right three four five six sometimes um so can you can you imagine just having one micro meal per day? That's it. Nothing else. No snacks. No nothing. No tea. No coffee. No no calorific drinks. No full sugar coke. No tea with milk and sugar. None of that. Just your one meal per day. Uh, and it's it might sound realistic to some of you, but that's only because you're you're thinking about today or tomorrow or the next day. Put yourself in the position where you are six weeks into doing this and you've still got six weeks to go of having one meal every day, and that meal is only allowed to be 500 calories. It's ridiculous. But this is the marketing tactic they use. Because what happens is, like I said, we get to this time of year, and because Slimming World is all about the scales, people only go to Slimming World when their weight is important them. This is very similar to something I've been talking a lot about recently inside the groups with people who attach exercise to their weight. So exercise is not for your weight, exercise is for your body, it's for your health, it's for your fitness. It's not a weight management tool. Because one of the biggest problems is that people who decide they want to be healthier or fitter or lighter, they don't just do the thing, they do everything. I need to lose weight. Right, so I am going to, number one, go on a diet. Number two, join a gym. And you've done both of those things because of something else. Because at that moment in time, your weight is important to you. Now, if that is going to be the foundation of your health kick, what happens if we take away the importance of your weight? How likely are you to keep up with this new diet and this new exercise regime? Highly unlikely. I have seen it time and time and time again. Where people lose their way. And when they lose their way, it's not just a couple of things, it's everything. Like, you know, they'll, they'll check, somebody, somebody might disappear for three, four, five, six weeks and they'll come back. It's been five weeks since I checked in. And it's not just life got a little busy or anything like that. It's I've not been tracking, I've not been weighing myself, I've not been taking care of myself, I've stopped going to the gym. And it's because they do all of these things for their weight. And your weight is not going to be, and it shouldn't be, your number one priority every hour of every day or every day of every week. So, in the same way that people shouldn't attach exercise to their weight. This is where slumming world kind of shoots themselves in the foot because their, their whole approach is about getting people to a class every week and they've they've put them, they've kind of backed themselves into a corner where the purpose of going to this class every week is to step on the scales and have someone else weigh you because that's meant to be some kind of accountability. You know, that some people feel like they need to be shamed into doing better. They, they need to have that little bit of worry and anxiety going on that someone else is going to look at their weight and they think that is in some way motivational when it's ridiculously disordered. Um... So they back backed themselves into a corner where that is their approach and they can't change it now. And and the problem with it is, when someone, so like as you start to approach the festive season, yes, your weight was important, you wanted to lose some weight, but you're fully aware that you are probably going to gain some weight over Christmas. Some people will have the absolute intention of filling themselves up with mince pies and baileys, knowing full well they're going to gain a massive amount of weight over the festive period and that's just, that's the way that they do things. They don't know how to do things any other way. So their weight stops being a priority to them. It's no longer important and if your weight's no longer important, what's the point going to this class to step on a scale to have someone tell you that you're gaining weight? And so they cancel and leave in their droves and it's, it's not a nice time to be a Slimming World consultant at this time of year because they need to protect their income. They need to keep, you know, god I've spoken to god knows how many consultants ex-consultants over the years some current consultants over the years so i know what the targets are like it's all about bums on seats it's all about retention it's all about getting old members back between christmas and new year that's when they send all the whatsapp messages the facebook messages they post in their own little facebook groups they do all their flyering come back to us you'll be welcome back with open app they put those little cringy poems especially the christmas ones and it's all about getting as many people back to kick off, you know. To, yes, we can, we can take the financial hit towards the end of November into December, but we need to have a mega January and get as many people back again and get that money flowing again. But to help counteract that and offset that, this is what they do at this time of year. Eight week, count, 12 weeks to Christmas. Eight weeks to Chris, Christmas. Six weeks to Christmas. What do you, I don't know why it's in big bold writing, what do you want to lose? What would, what would you what would you like to weigh? What could you achieve? What do you want? And it's designed to... In fact, I know why they do the bold you, right? They want to make it sound and look like it's completely within your control. Three pounds every week between now and Christmas. What do you want to achieve? Fuck, I want to do the three pounds a week. And it's on a fancy graphic from Summing World. You must be able to lose three pounds a week. Well, yes, you can. But... You're going to have to, and the thing is, as well, like the slimming world approach will never, uh, no, unless you are extremely overweight. If someone was, if we use like the classic the BMI classification, right? If someone was morbidly obese, their calorie burn would be higher than usual. So remember, remember, I'm saying that as if you've listened to every episode. The body fat that we carry burns calories right so a pound of body fat the the purpose of body fat is that it's a backup it's got many other functions but the main the primary function is it's a backup fuel source it's it's what our body does to store excess calories we consume energy cannot be created or destroyed it can only be used or stored somewhere you can't just make it out of nothing so the energy that our body runs on Sorry, you can't just make it out of nothing and you can't just make it disappear. The energy that our body runs on comes from the food, from the calories that we consume. It's not just limited to food, food and or drink. If you put in more than you need, so if you imagine filling up your, your car, you have the opportunity to drain a fuel tank on a car. Right? You can drain the fuel out of a car. You can't drain the fuel out of your body. You have to use it. And if you don't use it, you have to store it as body fat. And it gets stored to be used at a later date. Many years ago, when we had to like kill our food with our bare hands or grow it with our bare hands, this would have been helpful because people would pack on the pounds during the, the months where food was plentiful. And... It would stand you in good stead for when food was scarce during a winter. Maybe there was a bad harvest. Maybe disease spread through a herd. Maybe food was going to be short, so it had to be rationed. So, like, that's what a calorie deficit is, right? Food getting rationed through the winter. Here's how much you have to eat each day. The rest of it's going to come from your body fat. Think of bears. Look at a bear. Bears will eat up to... it was like up to 20,000 calories a day. Off the top of my head, don't quote me on that, but when I did look into it that time, bears will eat up to 20,000 calories a day worth of salmon, right? Every day, just stand there over the water, whipping salmon out, munching through them, 20,000 calories a day, and they will absolutely pack on the body fat. In fact, go into Google after this and Google bears before and after. That's an example of yo-yo dieting, basically, right? They pack on the pounds while they're awake. They go into hibernation. Because they're sleeping, they go into like a very low energy mode. And they will run off their own fat stores. And they come stepping out of their cave whenever they step out of their cave in the spring. And they are a completely different version of themselves. Like the most extreme before and after you've ever seen. Um, so, anyway, body fat is a backup fuel source. And as it's a backup fuel source that our body needs to tap into at any time, it is kept alive. Your body has to maintain it. And it costs calories to maintain your body fat levels. So, in that same example of the person that I said weighed 90 kilos and the calorie burn was 2000, if that person weighed 150 kilos, 145, 150 kilos, their calorie burn would be around 2,500 per day because every pound of fat that we carry adds two to three calories per day onto our calorie burn. Not only that, the amount of energy we expend moving would be more. So, for example, imagine you had to give somebody a piggyback, right? Let's say you burn around 2,000 calories a day. Now, let's say you have to give someone a piggyback for the full day how much more calories would you burn? Well, it depends. Like, how more active you would, maybe you could, you'd be knackered and you wouldn't be able to carry them around. But that's essentially what happens, right? If I if I go out and do a 10K run, I will burn X amount of calories. If I go out and do a 10K run with a 10 kilo backpack on my back, I'll do my 10K, but I'll, I'll burn more calories because I'm carrying more weight around. That's what it's like when you're carrying more body fat. Life is more difficult and more strenuous and you expend more calories when you're taking that everywhere with you. You're waking up every day with this weight on your body. You're walking around, you're moving, you're doing all your stuff. So, if you're carrying 100 pounds of extra body fat, your body is burning 200 to 300 calories per day, just keeping that body fat alive for the day that you will eventually tap into it and use it as energy. So, if the point there was, if someone was very, very overweight and their calorie burn was closer to 3,000 calories per day, yes, they could absolutely lose three pounds a week if they were able to get by on 1,500. And this is the thing, like, it's not just a numbers game. If, if someone has managed to reach a point where they are carrying that level of body fat, it might sound realistic, to you and I, to stick to 1,500 calories a day. But you need to remember, that person's calorie burn is around 3,000. They have not reached that by eating 3,000 calories a day. They've they've reached that by over-consuming. They're having days at 3,500, 4,000, 5,000. You know, when people are losing weight, they're not just going from their maintenance calories to their fat loss calories. Yes, 3,000 might be their maintenance calories, but they've not been eating maintenance. They've been overeating, way above that, to gain weight. So, you know, if you give someone fat, when I give someone fat loss calories, I need to take into consideration that that I'm not just saying to that person, here you go, eat 600 calories less. It's 600 calories less than your maintenance, but I don't know what you've been doing prior to now. This might be a thousand calorie drop for you. Maybe a 1500 calorie drop for you based on what you've been doing before. So it's something you have to take into account. And again, it's something that a little graphic on Instagram saying you'll lose three pounds a week doesn't take into account. But I said this in the Instagram post that I've got going up tonight, that most of you listening to this do not have the physical capacity to lose that amount of weight. You know, if so, uh, we've spoke about this before where, you know, what's what's the most amount of weight someone can lose, right? The most amount of weight you can lose will depend on how little you can eat. If you manage to eat, if I manage to eat nothing for a week, I know that I burn around 2,300 calories per day. So I know that I would probably lose five pounds in a week if, if I could manage an entire week of eating nothing. How realistic is that? Not very. You do not want to see me when I am hungry neither does anybody else um especially people that I live with <laughs> I so yeah and and so then it's a case of well what is realistic you know, how can I comfortably get by each day everybody has a number everybody has a limit and I spoke about this with our members this week actually inside the Monroe record um because someone was trying to save calories for a weekend but they were feeling very restricted during the week and I had to say to that person well look You're going too far. You're you're going to have to compromise here. Because what happens is people people try to do too much in a calorie deficit. They want to be in a calorie deficit. They want to lose weight. But they also want to go out every weekend. They want to eat out every weekend. They want to get takeaways. They want to drink alcohol. There comes a point where you're trying to do too much within a calorie deficit. And that person realized that, or hopefully they now realize that I've explained it to them, that the things they wanted to do at the weekend were... Too much for the goal they wanted to achieve. So it's a case of what's more important right now. Losing weight or prioritising the weekends. If the weekends are more important to you, fine. We just accept that your progress is going to be slower and we don't do the restriction thing during the week.
1: We stop that because that's not
0: having a positive impact. Um. So yeah, there, there's everybody has a limit. There's Everybody has a point that they cross that's too much. You know, someone... I've seen it quite a lot in the past where somebody might be doing absolutely brilliant at 1,600 calories, but they've been there for a while, they've lost 50 pounds, their calorie burns reduced as a result of their weight loss, and 1,600 is now leading to a slower level of progress. So I would say, right, well, let's drop by 200 calories just to maintain that gap, get fat loss moving at the same same speed it was. They drop to 1,400 and they lose their shit. They feel too restricted, it's, it's it's not having a positive impact. And that's the, it's just because they've pushed that needle too far. So in that instance you would say, right, well, come back up to what you were doing because everything was fine there and we just accept that progress is going to be a little slower for now. So everybody has a limit. But when it comes to losing £3 a week, the vast majority of you listening to this right now, you are not physically Capable because you do not have the calorie capacity to lose three pounds a week. I would not encourage anyone to try and get by on five hundred calories a day, not not unless it's like part of a study and under careful medical supervision. Uh, But don't do that. And for those of you that do have the calorie capacity, and you do, you are carrying more body weight or your calorie burns higher because you exercise or whatever and you could potentially put yourself into a 1500 calorie deficit safely and healthily you're you probably not mentally capable of doing it because remember we're not just talking about doing it today and doing it tomorrow we're talking about in this instance doing it every single day between now and christmas there is no need to go to these lengths anyway. That's that's what I want to end on. There is if you are having to to do and honestly, this is gonna make me get annoyed again. But if you are having to crash diet like this on the run up to Christmas to get as much weight off as you can, and you're following a fucking plan that's encouraging it, you are going to yo-yo diet. For your entire life. You will never maintain your weight. You will never be happy. You will never keep the weight off. And I'm gonna say that confidently, because that marketing is tapping into people's emotions, people's desperation. Wow, two and a half stone before Christmas. I would love to lose two and a half stone. That would be great to get that off in just twelve weeks. If they're they're trying to attract people with that mindset, with that that in fact, with that binge and restriction mindset, who people who gain a lot of weight very quickly but also want to lose it very quickly. If that's what you're focused on, <clears throat> if that's what's most important to you, then you are going to have problems with your weight for your entire life until something changes. Like I said earlier on, you know, I don't go through a mass exodus of people cancelling on the run-up to Christmas because they're trying to save pennies or their weight's not important to them. The approach inside the Monroe Method is about teaching people how to live, how to be able to enjoy things like Christmas without having to, you know, without it having to come with a five, six, seven thousand calorie price tag. Everything that we do is about teaching people how to live at a lower weight, at a healthier weight, whatever weight it is they want to be or whatever it is that they are trying to achieve during their time with us. We're teaching people how to live there. We're not checking in with everyone and praising them for numbers on the scale or shaming them depending on what the number is. It's not about the scales, it's about everything else. Remember the scales are an end result. Everything that we do inside the Monroe Method is about helping people lose weight for life and you do not lose weight for life by trying to lose the most amount of weight in the shortest amount of time. That's how you make sure you remain a lifelong yo-yo dieter. When the date some of you listening to this you won't be at that point yet it, it will still be important to you to do it as quickly as possible and lose as much as possible and you might spend the next five 10 15 years muddling your way through you know I've I've worked with people in their 40s 50s 60s even in their 70s who have a lifetime of yo-yo dieting behind them and they're only just only just realizing that it's it's their approach to their weight in the past that's kept them stuck.
1: And they regret the, th- the 30,
0: 40, 50 years that they've wasted sitting in meetings, listening to the same shit every day. Losing and gaining the same weight every day, every month, every year. Paying the same money to go back to the same group to lose the same weight you lost last time because you've not been taught anything about keeping it off. Anyway, that's enough of my rant today, but... Do you know what? If you're listening to this between now and Christmas and you see any of this crap on social media, send it to me. Please send it to me in a DM. Um, I've seen most of the popular ones with the Slimming World thing on them. It's like the red... I'll share it in the graphic. You'll see it on my profile. But if if you... Especially if you see someone sharing one with £4 a week on it between now and Christmas, honestly, I will send a present to the person that can find me that one first. But enough from me today and listen if you are someone who is I'm aware that there's people who will listen to this and they'll feel quite helpless like I don't want to like destroy all these things and ruin them all for you but then not leave you with an option of how to move forward because it's one thing having your eyes opened and realizing that what you're doing isn't working but then it's quite another to be left in that place and go well fuck what do I do from here so if, you, if you're not yet on my mailing list, um, can you get on it? Yes, you can. Go to monroenutrition.com. Go to the pricing bit and just keep going through and there'll be a bit that says join the priority list. Just click that to get on the mailing list um, and I'll, you'll get some emails about what I do and how I can help. And I'm only saying that because I realise that through these... I realise now that a few people have, like... People message me after these podcast episodes and it's like, I've just listened to this. I've just had this big realisation, but now I realise that I've wasted the last 20 years of my life. Like, where do I go from here? Um, So I don't want to leave, I don't want to, I don't want to shoot these things down and ruin it for people without offering them a viable alternative. I don't want you feeling lost or helpless. So if you do need any help, or you're struggling or you're not sure what to do next, even send me an email. Um, to jason at and I will help as best I can. But that is all from me today. Until next time.